0: What's good, everybody? You already know! Welcome back. Welcome back to the final episode of the Be Strong, Stay Strong podcast of 2022, episode 57. We have made it. We have made it. We have made it to through another year, y'all. Give yourselves a round of applause. Pack yourself on the back. You know, where's the sound effects, y'all? Where's the sound effects? Yes, we made it, y'all. We made it. I know it's been so long since, you know, obviously as, as you can tell I'm so still, you know, rusty with the podcasting. Because I forgot that I have a whole stool of sound effects to use for my, you know, own uh, pleasure, like I said. You know, we're not going to get into all that, you know. We got to keep this straight and to the point, y'all. Um, second episode of the week. Um, next episode, we're going to go back to that traditional one episode a week, hour-long format Maybe two if we're lucky, but it's definitely going to be one, uh, one episode, one hour a week. That's kind of where the data is skewing to anyway. A lot of you all kind of value my presence and my, my voice when I'm not bombarding you with episodes. and It's not as intimidating. Um, that's what the data says, and that's what I'm going to go with, honestly. And it works better in my schedule that way because your boy is loaded. And I'm going to get into that later on in this episode. But before i get into that you know i just want to check in with you all see how things were doing you know as we you know conclude on 2022 i know we did the reflection and stuff in the previous episode but hey if you haven't done it already hey just give a quick you know reflect on looking back on all the great things that have happened to you this year you know, and then when what did you learn from it and how can you make 2023 better um this episode we're really going to be you know not focusing on the past that was last that was you know last episode's topic, but we're really it's gonna focus on the future and for me and for yourself too, 2023 is gonna be the year of recreating yourself. Now where did that idea come from? Well I'm an avid reader as you already know and one of my favorite books is The 48 Laws of Power by Robert Green. Um I've had this is one of the first self-improvement books that I bought when I first started my self-improvement journey Back in 2017, so we're about to be five going on six years now, actually, which is really crazy to think. Um, how much time has passed? I remember I was in my senior year in high school, um, in like January time, and I'm just like sitting in bed, you know, life wasn't going my way. (laughs) What a surprise, right? (laughs) Life wasn't going my way, grades weren't as good as they could have been, relationship with my previous, you know, blah blah blah, all that, right. And an idea came to me. It was like, hey, I was trying so hard to do well in school, like studying hard. And then the idea was like, well, you know, going through my addictions and stuff like that, all that, right? And it just dawned in my head it was like, hey, how to fix my problems? Just on YouTube or whatever. And boom, the world of self and uh, self help, self improvement, red pill stuff, just. That's where I fell in deep into the rabbit hole, and that's what leads me to where I am today. Um, I find it fittingly enough because I'm actually sipping on some tea today, and one of the mm, good old soothing chamomile tea. But yeah, one of the uh, first you know pieces of advice that really helped myself outside of just studying hard for school was to kind of study smarter and create a more relaxing environment and tea, specifically a apple cider vinegar tea with some chamomile and stuff like that with some honey really helps soothe the mind. Calm you down, get you some better sleep because that was one of the biggest struggles that I had starting out was my sleep schedule. It's still not perfect today, but i know a lot more information than I did in the past. Um, the guy's name is Tim Ferriss actually, who I haven't followed much lately in the previous years, last few years. But when I first started, he was a big guy. I was looking at that too for improvement. Um, His book, Tools of Titans, and then the 48 Laws of Power were actually the first two books that I've ever bought. But I digress. We're going on a whole tangent. Let me get back to the topic. 48 Laws of Power, 2023, Recreating Yourself. This comes from the 25th law, which is Recreate Yourself. And I'm going to read the little expert now. Judgment, do not accept the role that society foists on you. Recreate yourself by forging a new identity, one that commands attention and never bores the audience. Be the master of your own image rather than letting others define it for you. Incorporate dramatic devices into your public gestures and actions. Your power will be enhanced and your character will seem larger than life. And it goes on to talk about the story of Julius Caesar. It talks about another story of a lady named Aurore Dupin du Devant. She's a French lady who, uh, you know, back in the day, back in her time, uh, she wanted to become a famous author, a world-renowned author. But women back in that time, 1830s, you know, were only pretty much expected by two things, you know, staying at home, making families, making babies and stuff. And they actually kind of say that explicitly in the uh, chapter. But she uh, takes on a male alter ego persona of sorts and, you know, still continues to write. Moves away and leaves her marriage from her husband and goes to write in Paris and becomes a you know, you know, what country will you know, comes well renowned in Paris for her writing skills. Meanwhile, everyone thinking that is a man that's actually writing these things, but it's actually a woman. Um, Now, that comes in line with deception, but the message still stays the same don't let society define you, don't let the hand that you are dealt, you know, cost you the game, you know, don't let your past decisions, past actions and past events stop you from becoming a better version of yourself in the future. With all that's happened to me in 2022, I'm not going to let that stop me from being um, 10 times the person that I am in 2023. And that leads me to my next part, which is 10 times 10x, the 10x rule by Grant Cardone. Um, last few weeks, I've been heavily studying up on Grant Cardone. I've invested in his Cardone University sales training course. to really helped me with my sales skills in my job. And I've been reading his book, The 10X Rule, a lot. And he really talks about, you know, good motivator for success, ultimately. Talks about, you know, becoming obsessed with it. It's become unreasonable with your goals and your dreams that you want in life. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. If you're not... laser focused on that You're not going to get You're not going to achieve What you want ultimately You need to be purely obsessed In success and greatness To achieve it And not to only achieve it But to maintain it at that Because a lot of people Can achieve things A lot of people can hold on A lot of people make it To the top of the mountain But very few can actually say That they stuck around long enough To actually learn something And actually to make a name For themselves how many what hit uh, you know one hit wonders have you have you known about throughout your life already? How many people are in the tabloids and stuff with their 15 minutes of fame, known for only one thing? What happens all the time. Every, there's dozens of people every single year that come and go. But don't let yourself be one of them. It doesn't even have to be on a gr- large, grand scale as like you know world now. But hey, in your own personal life. You know, look at where you're at and see, like, look at what's holding you back. And, you know, cut it off. They said that you're the average of the five people you hang around with the most. And right now is a better, no better time than any to really go into the next year with the right crowd. People to support you. A strong and solid power base, as he calls it. People that you can lean on and talk to and reach out to that can provide value to your life. I'm going to get into this topic later on. Uh... More detail for another episode, but I'm looking at I'm gonna look at life from three aspects from now on assets, liabilities, and I'm gonna add a third one investments. Um, Robert Kiyosaki looks at things kind of black and white assets and liabilities. I'm gonna add a third one because I feel like there is a medium, uh, which is investments. Liabilities are easy things that cost you money, assets are easy things that bring in value and bring in money for you. But I also say investments, things that you can. Put your time and energy in with the idea that it hopefully pays off in the future. Obviously, in your life, you want as many assets in your life as you can. But you could also have a nice handful of investments that are worth it. But do your strongest and your best, absolute best to eliminate as many liabilities out there as well. Because you can have 10 assets. But if you also have 10 liabilities, you're not going to move it farther. You're not going to progress. You can have 15 assets. Five, uh, five investments in a small handful of liabilities, you're gonna make some progress still. But hey, if you can get down to zero liabilities as few as you can in your life, you, you, you know your life will 10 times its growth, you know or I should say 10x itself. Uh, me being me the nerd as I am, I gotta compare it to anime and my favorite anime as always is Dragon Ball and that reminds me of when uh, Dragon Ball Super when Goku was fighting Hit, he was um, you know, getting his butt whooped. You know, even Kai-o, uh, even um, Super Saiyan Blue Goku couldn't take on Hit because Hit was just much too powerful. But what did Goku do? He channeled that energy, that strength that he had and he coupled it with the Kaioken and when Kaioken times 10, <laughs> see what I'm going at, and he was able to beat the guy. Almost, I mean if you want to be technical, he didn't, but he get the idea. (laughs) He couldn't touch him when he's um you know when Goku went Kaioken times ten. And that's kinda how I want you to go, because that's how I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go beyond Mr. Awesome, beyond what I've been doing this past year and not holding myself back. Last few days I've been in that zone as well too because I've been looking back, last few months, I've been looking like through all my social media and just be unfollowing and, and filtering out all the crap out there. Because, you know, it's, it's a lot of crap out there. Greg Cardone talked about positivity and keeping, you know, how the TV and the media is so negative that it could bog you down and impact your growth. Which is true, but you don't even realize it, you know. I find myself all the time trying to work on it, but... Scrolling through social media, just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, and then constant negativity, just constant, always some type of you know story in the news. And as the age-old saying goes, bad news travels faster than good news. So it's easy to see a ton, a ton of bad news, but really, ever any good news? But believe it or not, you have more control over what media you partake in than any time, especially if you live in America. Um, you have no, almost no excuse as to the type of media um, as to what you're consuming on a daily basis. Uh, Grant Cardone talks about it as a take on a negativity diet, as in for a day or as long as possible, a day or a week or so, consume absolutely no negativity, pure positivity, positive thoughts, positive thinking, positive foods, positive actions. And then you will net positive outcomes. And at the very least, you'll see how much better your life is that one day compared to, you know, the, an average day where you're just taking in constant negativity more than you even realize. Um, I did that today, actually, and I was like, wow. Becoming more conscious of my actions and my focus and what I invest time into really, you know, shines the light as to how much time and how much, energy I was giving into the wrong areas ultimately and how much this hold myself back and if if one day of that much negativity and focus and lack of discipline can affect me imagine how you couple that with days weeks months years many people are out there living lives of you know of just unfulfillment really Because you get used to it, you get used to the same old routine. People get used to working the same, uh, you know, dead end job that they're unpassionate about. People get used to being in, you know, a toxic environment or a toxic relationship. You know, you don't know what's good. You don't know that the grass is greener on the other side or grass is green when you water it until you actually leave and remove yourself and look from the outside in. Because when you're in the crap, when you're in the thick of it, you can't see much. It's being stuck in the fog. You don't know where to go being stuck in the fog. You have to pull yourself out of that to figure out where you actually want to go and how to actually make progress and live a more happy, fulfilling life. And that's where I'm going at the 22 for. I'm going to be hyper-focused on me, myself, and I. I got to be 100% selfish because I'm in a position where it's pass or fail. No excuses. I took a gamble and I took a risk moving to Chicago. My funds, you know, are purely dependent on my output. My income is purely depending on how well I succeed at this job and if I don't pass, it's it wraps for me. I'm, I, I don't know where to go after that. I was talking to a, one of my Higher ups, I guess you can call them, trainee team leaders. Today at work, and we're going over goals because I'm officially week nine, going on week ten in my job right now. And he's like, "Yeah, you're approaching that point where you're gonna start to prospect for new business and start to build my own book, right? Because I'm in sales." And we're just talking about goals and uh, where I, you know, where, what do I want to achieve? How quickly do I want to achieve them? And what do what habits and patterns and you know rituals you could call them th- will I have to do? um to achieve those goals. Um, I'll give a little bit right now. I want to, you know, we call it SRP. Um I believe it's sales revenue reporting or SRP sales revenue program. I don't know the exact term, but basically this is going to be a 26 week training period where, you know, from week 1 to week 26 you have X amount of time to gain three thousand dollars in revenue from your customer sales gain five customers and gain 15 loads um so that kind of shows well, that will show reoccurring business because you can have a bunch of one-offs but the idea is to get reoccurring business making good money and getting those customers if i can get three thousand dollars five customers and 15 loads that's 100 srp I need minimum 70% to make it past the six-month period. Otherwise, I'm getting fired, right? So that's like three customers, what, $2,000 and some change, and like 10 loads or something like that, right? It's possible, but it's difficult. Time flies. It's already week nine. Uh, Week 12 is really when it's going to start to kick up a lot. But I'm already doing the work necessary to kind of work, to prepare myself for that. I'm asking the right questions, talking to the right people, doing the training outside of work, staying late, coming in early. Um, and once I hit that week twelve period, which will happen in probably what late January, um, about so about you know two weeks now, oh mid January I should say, I'm gonna go at it ten times still ten x harder than what I am now. I really just don't want to rush the process. I just want to learn as much as I can and slowly build that that book of business up and it won't stop there because that's just making it that's just passing the, the 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 qualifying exam if you if you think about it after that that's when i have to go into what's called proving ground where i have to earn a certain amount of money within eight weeks otherwise i could still get cut right um phew. you know if i make 100% SRP. I actually get to graduate from that 26 week training program early and start to make my own money because right now, the money that I do earn while I'm under my broker's board, I don't make any commission off of that, but he will. Um, but once I hit 100%, I'll get to the sooner I'll be able to make commission. So that's the goal is to make 100% SRP as soon as possible, right? Um, which I will do. And then, not only that, earn as much money as I can after the fact then that's when the young uncap, uncapped commission piece comes into play where hey my earning potential is 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 left to my imagination I can earn as much money as I can for you know so that's where I'm gonna put the work in and in order to achieve those goals my broker he achieved 500k in revenue uh, for the business within his first full year of sales if he can do what I could do and that's gonna be my goal you know he said 500k He's been here for about 3 years And he said 500k every single year And that's going to be my goal If not more I'm going to hit a million (laughs) And that's going to be the goal that I set for myself Hit a million in revenue Within my first 5 years of working But not this that But I want to be able to make enough money Make enough commission to where I can live comfortably in Chicago Because right now I'm starting at the bottom And it's not even the bottom bottom Hey I got me a nice studio apartment But it's still expensive it's a studio, space is small, less than 500 square feet. But hey, we all got to start somewhere. We all have our story. I plan on making enough to where I can move out and own my own property, own my own house, own my own condo, anything like that. And that's that's the work I'm going to do to put that in. And to do that, I had to focus solely and 100% on my goals. And that's, that's this job. Focus on first things first. And that's the, the thing that's paid the bills, which is this job. I don't have any time for anything else. Um, Jiu-Jitsu is going to be put on the back burner for this foreseeable future. I ain't my time there, but I have to be realistic. I'm still going to prioritize my health and my wellness as well. I'll make time for the gym, which I do. The, the gym membership is right connected. It's connected to my building. I have no excuse not to be able to go every day. Granted, they do close early, but you know, they're not 24 hours like I'm used to. But hey, no excuses. It just forces me to become even more disciplined with my time. And more intentional with the things I do I don't have time to be wasting five, ten minutes on Scrolling around on social media And know I gotta be laser focused on Work You know Eat Sleep Work out Work repeat Right I know a lot of people will find him controversial But Kevin Samuels That's what he said the best Hey Put your head down Eat crap Grind hard for the next 10 years of your life Only be in my room My house My apartment For eat, uh, For sleeping using the bathroom, and, you know, maybe even eat, eating <laughs> that. Again, I'm in my room now, and I was chilling watching some TV, but I get the idea. I need to be working. I need to be out there working hard, making money, making a name for myself, because I'm not the, the Chicago. I didn't come in Chicago just to work a job, work hard to the ground and make a lot of money. No, I came to Chicago to live. I came to conquer the city. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be getting around the city being well known getting involved with things um on a grand scale as you said become that high value man right chicago is the place that's happening happening the middle the, they say what the, the new york of the midwest it's, it's this city for me and i'm gonna make the most of it i'm gonna get out and make a name for myself and that's this all starts this year it all starts right now actually when i made that choice and I'm excited for it. The question is, what are you going to do with your 2023? What goals are you going to set for yourself? And how are you going to go about achieving it? How much focus are you going to dedicate to becoming the best version of yourself as possible? You know, what are you going to do to, you know, cut out all the negativity and things that are holding you back? Trim out the fat in your life, as I called it, right? The choice is yours. You have to decide. No one else can do it for you. With that being said, if you made it to the end of this podcast, I truly appreciate all the support you've given me this year. The Be Strong, Stay Strong podcast is only just beginning. We're going to go even harder in 2023. I'm really excited for the future. I'm going to make the, you know, I'm going to make time and make the podcast a priority as well. On top of my work, I'm really excited for what the, um, you know, we made it to over 600 views, over 50 listeners. I achieved that goal within the first few months. And I'm only excited for what's coming down the road. With that being said, we're going to wrap up this podcast. If you made it this far, like this podcast, share, uh, rate this podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and other platforms. Share with your friends and family. Follow me on all social media. Twitter, Mr. Ars from 824. Instagram, Mr. Underscore Awesome TV. And as always, have an awesome 2022. See you next time.